following aviation podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 173, live from Sun and Fun 2018, coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Newville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Welcome, folks, to a special edition of the Stuck Mike Avcast. We're here, day number three. The weather is beautiful right here on the campus, 2018, sun and fun. And I'm here with Victoria, who looks a little bit tired, had some fun last night running around looking at airplanes. Hey, Victoria. You can't beat running around looking at airplanes. There are long days here. I'm going to go home exhausted, but I really wish I wasn't leaving. Uh, you know, we wish you weren't leaving either because there's so much more to see. I know, and I know you're going to come back next year, right? Oh, yeah, you have me hooked. <laughs> cool. Hey, you know, I actually didn't have a chance to uh, look at airplanes in the past few years. You know, there's more than just the radio station. I finally decided to take a break and get out there and check out all the different airplanes. Yesterday was the first day that in maybe five, six years I actually walked the whole campus. Do you realize how many airplanes are out here? Oh, my goodness. Um, I got 13,000 steps yesterday, and I know I would have done more if I hadn't hitched so many uh, golf cart rides. But, yeah, there is so much to see. It's unbelievable, and you run into someone different, um, fun and new everywhere you go. You know what's really cool is uh, we run into a lot of our friends here at the, at the podcast and listeners, and some people we've even interviewed. Uh, Teresa Eamon, actually. Uh, remember, we interviewed her. She was a period actor and also the singer. She's actually singing actually every day and at some of the special events in the evening. Ran into her at the Warbirds. Oh, my gosh, that was cool. B-17s, they had a B-25, uh, P-61. I, can't, well, I could just keep naming them, but just phenomenal. And then right next to that were the old vintage aircraft. And I love hanging out with the vintage folks, especially the shout-out to the Coconut Flyers. Uh, they're always welcoming. Uh, they're they're like a, a party looking for a place. That's, that's what I like to call them. But they're avid aviators, usually hanging around all the steermans that they own. You know, one of the, the coolest things that I saw is over at the, it was actually over at the seaplane of Palooza, and I saw it again here today, and that was that Waco on floats. It was huge, really gorgeous looking airplane. Anything cool that you got to see today, or yesterday, I should say? I actually passed the Waco on floats this morning, and it was beautiful. I, I love that thing. I spent uh, this morning over at the LSAs, so that's always exciting, and said hi to some people over there. Um, you, you can get in the aircraft. You don't just look at aircraft. You can actually touch them, hop in them, learn about them, so that's what's great about being here at Sun and Fun, you can actually, especially if you're shopping for an aircraft, this is the place to decide what's the best fit for you. And you can always get good discounts here. I know a lot of people come for the oil, etc., and this is a great place to do that. Also, discounts on if you're looking for insurance, if you're looking for any other type of products. I think Victoria knows a little something about insurance. Yeah, we don't give discounts at the show, but, you know, we, we shop all the markets, so you don't need any discounts. I like that. And that's actually with Air Dash Pros, Aviation Insurance Resources, of course. Well, I tell you, there, we got a couple really cool interviews coming up. You actually did one this morning. We'll do a tease. What was that? That was with Bushcat. I was just saying I checked out the 
LSAs and hopped in some, and there is an awesome zebra print bush cat over there, and we'll talk a little bit about that. <laughs> totally cool. Also, don't forget, if you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, there's, there's a special thing that you need to do if you want to get your picture with us, and that's... So we got a couple hashtags for you. It's very millennial, I know. So we got hashtag stuck mic selfie. If you want us to post your selfie, do a hashtag stuck mic selfie. Also come by and see us. Get a self selfie with us so we can do hashtag stuck mic selfie. If you're listening to uh, Sun and Fun Radio, do a hashtag SNF Radio. And if you're here at Sun and Fun, the main hashtag is just hashtag SNF18. And don't forget, we're here volunteering for Sun and Fun Radio. You can listen to Sun and Fun Radio, all these interviews we talked about at liveatc.net slash SNF, liveatc.net slash SNF. A lot of folks don't realize if they're driving through Lakeland, you can hear them on AM radio, 15, 10 a.m. So if you're coming by the airport, driving through, 15, 10 a.m., and of course, stop by and see us. We're right next to Honda Generators. If you're here, say hi, get a picture with us, take a picture, of course, hashtag Stuck Mike selfie is what we need to do. Hey, Victoria, what do you say we go get some interviews? I am ready, and I am ready. <laughs> All right, let's rock and roll. Thank Carl Valeria and Victoria Newville. We're going to go out, do some interviews. Of course, we have Russ Wozleski that's here, and uh, also Robert Sigliano, Tom Frick, all of us out there doing interviews all day long. And hats off to, uh, of course, our editors off-site, uh, Russ Bonchu. And uh, also, we can't forget about Rick Felty up north. He's been a great support uh, of the podcast. And it always comes out by 8 a.m. every day. So listen to us, download us on iTunes, go to the website at stuckmikeavcast.com. This is Victoria Newville with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio at Sun and Fun 2018. I just strolled over to the LSA area and I am here with Aerosport, who is the distributor of the Bushcat aircraft. And I'm here with Daniela Canole. Hello, Daniela. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Victoria. So um, tell me a little bit first about yourself. Um, there's not many females that I run into in aviation. So tell me about how you got involved in the aviation industry and with the Bushcat. Absolutely. So I really don't have a long uh, background in aviation. Uh, none of my family members really have been in aviation. And it wasn't really until I met my husband about 11 years ago um, that I kind of got involved in aviation. He's been a pilot since he was 16, so he's always sort of been flying recreationally. His dad as well, ultralights. His brother uh, flies um, commercially, so um, it, it's always sort of been in his background more than mine. And, you know, I kind of met him, and we were sort of dating, and he's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go for a flight. And I, said, and I thought, well, what the heck? This guy sounds like, you know, such a stud now, you know, because <laughs> he was flying out of his dad's, you know, grass strip, and I thought, oh, boy, what kind of guy is this, right? So, <laughs> I, um, in any case, um, his family is wonderful, and um, they had a little two-seater airplane years ago called a Merlin GT that they used to fly out of a, a grass strip. Uh, they ended up selling that aircraft, and then did have one for many years and kind of got the itch to fly again and Jeremy and his dad went to Oshkosh uh, I believe it was in 2011 2012 and basically ran into this aircraft there um, sort of fell in love with it he kind of looked at me and said what do you think about you know buying one of these and and I thought you know that looks like fun so um, 
it, it was then when we became involved with the company that they asked us to first become a dealer for them. After that, then they became, then we actually became the, the official U.S. distributor for the company. And that's where my aviation sort of career started and my interest in flying because I thought, oh, this is kind of fun um, uh, to, to be able to know what I'm doing myself. As I was flying, he would let me, you know, at the controls and things like that. And I picked up on it fairly quickly. And, uh, of course, you know, trying to sell an airplane, knowing it from a pilot's perspective is going to be the best situation to be in. But I also felt the passion for it. So I, uh, I started my training, uh, my sport training, with uh, an instructor out of our airport, a uh, good friend of ours, John Payne, and just, um, you know, was training in the bush cat. And uh, one thing led to another that got me also flying another light sport aircraft uh, from South Africa called the Sling by the Airplane Factory. Um, finished up my training in that and um, eventually got my check ride last summer. And so, congratulations, Thanks. that's awesome. I think he uh, hit the mother load as well. You were, you were very impressed by him, but now he's got a lady that's yeah. enjoying, you know, the aircraft with him. And uh, you're pretty much running things over there because I know uh, we insure you guys, we insure a lot of bush cats and slings. And um, I always talk to you, and it's it's great to finally meet you in person. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> put, put a face to the name. Absolutely. Um, so all you have is an experience in LSAs. Can you tell me um, how that helps you sell these aircraft and what the perks of an LSA aircraft and specifically the Bushcat is? Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So so because I kind of started just in LSA and in the, in the, in the sport aspect of it, it's, it's kind of opened my eyes to this truly does open up the chance for many people that have always dreamed to fly to be able to fly because it's uh, less of a training regimen, meaning less hours, uh, less money needed for training. Uh, so it actually allows that person that's always wanted to fly that, you know, couldn't afford or didn't have the time to finish a PPL type of um, certificate uh, to do it in, in the sport category. And, you know, that still allows you to eventually make your way up to PPL, which is a goal of mine as well. You know, so it, it, it brings that dream to people a little bit faster um, with a little bit less investment. Um, it, it also opens it up for the younger generation, which is what I really love seeing um, because that younger generation just can't afford the high prices of regular PPL tech training. To do it in an aircraft that has such low operating costs, to rent it for less money, um, to, to allow that dream to come true. So the Bushcat specifically has a very, very low operating cost, uh, uses the Rotax engine, the 912 ULS. Um, you know, on average, it's about a 30 to $35 operating cost. Nothing. <laughs> so um, it's a great trainer, super rugged. It's made in South Africa by a company called Skyreach. So it's, it's a rugged backcountry bush plane. Very easy to maintain and repair if needed. So you're up and flying in no time, um, less money out of your pocket every time you go fly. Um, so it's kind of a no-brainer. It, it's set up perfectly uh, for flight school atmosphere or for the person that wants to, you know, fly off of any sort of backcountry or rugged type of yeah. Um, you mentioned price point. I think that's very important because a lot of the newer LSAs on the market are quite expensive. They're over a hundred grand. Um, Bushcat is probably the most affordable I've seen. 
It is. It is. It's um, starting cost about seventy three thousand dollars for the standard panel package, and that's ready to fly, you know, out the door from the factory. Um, so it, like I said, it, it it's kind of like you know buying a pickup truck these days, you know, and just. Uh, there's financing available for these as well, um, so that's another plus because um, they can, you know, eventually finance it. it. Doesn't have to be a huge expense out of their pocket right off the bat. And you can get it in tailwheel or um, tri-gear configuration. Um, any uh, bells and whistles on the inside um, upgrades? Yeah, so we have 10 different panel packages, so... That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it is, but it does allow that flexibility. So from the most simple sort of steam gauge type of panel all the way up to, you know, a dual Dynon Skyview screen setup, uh, you can really kind of have it all. Um, you can get it set up so it's already ADSB in and out compliant. Um, and there's also, uh, besides the tricycle gear and the tail wheel, we also can put it on amphibious floats. Oh, perfect. That, that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I noticed, too, the first thing I noticed um, in this aircraft, the first time I saw it was at Oshkosh, and I didn't get to take quite as good a look as I wanted it to, but um, I always love the colors. They're always bright and fun, and I noticed the fabric is almost, it's zipped on. Yeah, so there's zippers within the fabric built in for inspection and also for uh basically the assembly process of it um, but that makes it uh, great because you can get at everything inside the aircraft and there's really no place within the aircraft you can't reach so maintenance wise that's amazing um, so the fabric comes pre-sewn it's a trilam fabric uh, which is made for professional racing yacht sails super durable um, it just kind of slides on and then it actually gets laced up. So for kit builders, for example, it's a super easy quick build. If you know how to tie your shoelaces, you know how to tie on our fabric. <laughs> That's perfect. So um, where is Bushcat going next and where are you going next? What, what do you want people to know about this unique aircraft? Well, this is still new to the U.S. market, so it, it takes time to get it out there and, and well-known. Um, but I think for people to understand that it is probably the most adventurous airplane you can just hop in and go. It's that backcountry flyer that's going to, you know, it's going to get people's dreams to come true in a sense that they can take it to their, you know, cabin up somewhere on the lake Sounds and perfect. land in the backyard. <laughs> and also the fact that it is a perfect trainer. So for flight schools, um, there's a profitability from it that's amazing. And there's a lot that many flight schools are missing out on by using a lot of the traditional older aircraft. So the Bushcat is a great trainer aircraft. It's a great backcountry flyer and it's a lot of fun. It can go a lot of long distances. We've taken an amphibious seaplane from Chicago to Anchorage, Alaska and back. Wow. Uh, so it can handle quite a bit. Um, I did want to backtrack to when you were talking about affordability. Uh, you said that it's great for young kids and there is a young individual that we know that is uh, building a kit right now. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about Rachel? I would love to talk about Rachel. Rachel is an inspiration to, to a lot of young people at this point. Um, Rachel came to us at Oshkosh a few years back and, and said, you know, I, 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 I love making jewelry and I want to use my jewelry business to, to buy a kit. And I think the Bushcat would be perfect, and we couldn't be more happy um, that she chose the Bushcat, and we supported her with that um, because we see it, it not only open up um, 
dreams to other young folks and, and, and see that you can establish your dreams by just working hard at it. So Rachel uh, started with 14 years old, uh, starting her kit. I believe she turned 16 this year. And um, so she's slowly been able to finance her kit by selling her jewelry at a lot of these air shows, craft shows uh, in the main area where she's from. And um, she's, she's just wonderful at it. And uh, we always wish her all the best. Uh, and her family has become like family to us as well. Um, so we hope to see her at Oshkosh with uh, further developments in her kit build and always looking forward to supporting her. And she's building this with her father, correct? Yeah, her father is yeah. certainly helping her in, uh, in many ways. And um, her father has been an inspiration to her. Uh, because he's also a pilot, and so she kind of grew up with him flying. And um, she's always said her dream is to become an aerobatic pilot. So she's got some good relationships with some of the some of the um, uh, uh, teams that are here at Sun and Fun, and also, of course, at Oshkosh. So um, she's a great young person that a lot of people can look up to. She's really off to a great start. I'm, I'm excited to see how she goes with that, and especially to see once you know the build is done and yeah. see her flying in it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add today? Can you tell us a little bit about where to find Aerosport, how to get in touch with you and uh, purchase a bush cat? Yeah, absolutely. So we are the U.S. distributor. We are located in um, northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin at an airport called Gold Airport. Um, we, we have a website, uh, bushcatusa.com. Uh, we also have some dealers that are spread across um, the country a little bit, always looking for, for more dealers as well um, that will support us um, in the Bushcat sales throughout the country. So we're, we're developing that dealership program a little bit here, um, but we can always be reached on our website or um, you know anytime at these shows. Stop by our booth. We're at LP22 in Paradise City. And that was bushcatusa.com? That is correct. Excellent. Thank you very much for being with us today, Daniela. And uh, good luck with everything you do and enjoy the rest of the show. It is sunny and beautiful right now. Um, this is Victoria Newville with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio at Sun and Fun 2018. This is Russ Rosluski from the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun of Fun Radio, Sun of Fun 2018, sitting here now with David Moore, the aviation director of South Wings. David, how are you doing today? Hey, doing good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so what is South Wings and what do you do? Hey, yeah, so we're a uh, conservation group, um, part of the Air Care Alliance. So we're a charitable aviation outfit. Um, and basically we exist to provide uh, conservation-themed flights all over the southeastern U.S. Uh, so we'll take uh, people or groups up and show them areas of environmental concern uh, that either can't be seen from the ground or can't be seen efficiently from the ground. Okay, so it's is it a volunteer organization or it is um, all of our pilots are volunteers. Uh, so we look for pilots that either own or have access uh, to an aircraft. Um, so they volunteer their time, their plane, uh, and their own fuel costs uh, to make these flights happen uh, for our environmental partners. So give me an example of what types of uh, environmental things, what types of missions uh, that you've been doing recently. Sure, um, it kind of varies by uh, state and uh, and locale. Um, but uh, we fly groups that range from um, waterkeeper organizations. Uh, for example, we may fly a, a river system looking for pollution and documenting things like that. 
uh, to flights out um, along the, uh, the Gulf Coast, looking at coastal erosion and land loss, uh, and occasionally uh, oil slicks from oil spills. Uh, and then also uh, on the other side, uh, we'll fly flights over areas where they do uh, mountaintop removal coal extraction, uh, such as like West Virginia and Kentucky. Um, basically just documenting widespread issues like that um, that the public needs to know about. Do you have a certain uh, area of the country you focus on or is it across the U.S. or how about other parts of the world? It's great. Um, yeah, we're basically just in the southeast. So um, we span 12 states. That goes basically from Maryland all the way south to Florida and west uh, to Louisiana. And we have three offices. Uh, I'm actually based in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, where our biggest office is. But we have branch offices in New Orleans, Louisiana and Annapolis, Maryland that both focus on their uh, more immediate uh, regional problems. Well, it sounds like an interesting way for a pilot to, to volunteer their, their time and, and uh, an effort and airplane and such, as you said, uh, versus just, you know, flying to pancake breakfasts or something all the time, right? So uh, so what kind of requirements do you have of, of the pilots? Are there experience requirements or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so basically, we um, look for pilots, uh, like I said, who either own or have access to an aircraft. Uh, there's a little bit of aircraft restrictions. Basically, it has to be a certificated airplane. It can't be an experimental or amateur built. Uh, so it has to be built, built in a factory. Um, light sport aircraft are okay, uh, but we have uh, folks flying anything from Cessnas to Moonies to any kind of Piper. We've even got a guy with a Pilatus PC-12. Um, but as far as the pilot requirements go, uh, all we require is a minimum of a private pilot license, um, either a third-class medical or the basic med equivalent. Um, and the pilot has to have at least 750 hours of pilot and command time. And um, a lot of our flying, or actually all of our flights are done on VFR days because we have to be able to see what we're looking at. Uh, but it's a lot of low and slow flying, uh, a lot of focus um, to you know, maintain control of the aircraft that way. Um, and then otherwise, uh, the pilot just has to list south wings as additionally insured on the aircraft policy. That's about it. That doesn't seem too very complicated. Are you a charity organization or not? We are. Uh, so we're also a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, we, uh, you know, we receive grant money to support our work. Uh, we're not government affiliated at all, but uh, we're part of the Air Care Alliance that also houses groups like Angel Flight, Pilots and Paws, groups like that. Um, yeah. So if I was interested, uh, how would I get in touch with you or go to a website or how do you apply to be a pilot? Yeah, great question. So um, everything's uh, self-explained and easy to find on our website, which is southwings.org. It's one word, southwings.org. Um, and uh, they can, pilots can fill out an application there uh, or they could also email me directly at david at southwings.org um, or call us. I see you have uh, some sample magazines on your display, so you must have had an article in AOPA Pilot, I assume. We did. Uh, we had an article in the February 2016 issue of AOP, AOPA Pilot Magazine, and uh, yeah, we're basically giving away insert uh, versions of that article all week to people who want to read about it. But it basically just profiles uh, a typical flight for us. Uh, we actually did a flight up on the uh, James River in Virginia, and uh, AOPA came down and kind of rode along with us and wrote a story about it. All right. Well, pretty neat. So February 2016, you said, right? Uh, yeah. Of, of AOPA pilot. Right. So if you have a back issue or you probably go online and find that too, if you wanted more information. Okay. So uh, anything else you wanted to say about Southwings? Uh, no, we're, uh, this is our 22nd year. We were founded in 1996 and, um, yeah, we, uh, we do an average of about 150 to 200 flights per year. And that's kind of spread evenly or try to be evenly uh, across all of our volunteer pilots. Um, and currently I think we have about 55 volunteers throughout our region and we're looking to get more. So, 
All right. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, we'll send some people your way. This is Russ Rosleski from the Stuck Mike Avcast, Son of Fun Radio. All right, reporting live for Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio, this is Bill English over at Paradise City with the light sport aircraft, ultralights, and all sorts of other interesting things flying around today. Uh, we are here with Tom Pagini of Flight Design USA, makers of the CTLS light sport aircraft, one sitting outside right here in front of us, a very slick-looking high-wing uh, two-seater. Tom, can you tell us uh, just a little bit and describe the, uh, the airplane, what it's, uh, what it's all about? Well, good afternoon, Bill. We have a safari helicopter flying by us here. Um, the uh, CTLS is a, a premium light, special light sport aircraft, meaning it's sold ready to fly. It's a certified aircraft. Um, we have 1,800 of them, almost 1,900 of them flying worldwide, more than 400 in the United States. This one is a CTLSI GT version, which is our top of the line model. Uh, it has the fuel-injected Rotax 912 IS, uh, a suite of three Dynon HDX screens, uh, Dynon Intercom, Com Radio, Modes Class One uh, transponder for ADSB out, and the Dynon 472 ADSB multi-channel ADSB in that gives you weather, TAFs, and traffic. Amazing. Yeah, this panel looks um, just about as capable as any uh, instrument airplane out there. The two glass panels, and I understand it even has autopilot capability? It has an integrated autopilot with level button, and uh, it also comes, all of our airplanes come with uh, BRS parachutes made in the United States. In fact, even though it is an airplane that is built in Germany and Ukraine, 40% of the value of the aircraft comes from the United States. And um, what, uh, what parts of that that uh, come from the U.S.? Well, the avionics, the parachute system, the wheels, tires, and brakes, the ELT, a uh, bunch of parts of the uh, different parts of the airplanes come from the United States and some of the materials. And this airplane is quite a performer, too, as I understand. Light sport is no longer just like ultralight. Um, we were talking a little bit outside. This uh, airplane and some of the configurations cruises uh, well over 110, 115 knots. That's right. Exactly what it does. 112 to 115 knots cruise. And uh, at max continuous, it goes right up against the LSA limit of 120 knots. It also has 35 and a half gallons of fuel. And as such, with the fuel consumption of the 912 IS and the speed, uh, you, can, you can go 750 nautical miles uh, on a full fuel tank. If you, if you can do it, the airplane can do it. I'll, I'll bet. And it does sip the fuel, too. What's the, uh, the fuel consumption on this? Well, at cruise between four and five gallons an hour, full throttle, the 912 IS is the same as the 912 ULS. But when you throttle it back, it becomes more and more efficient. When you get into echo mode, you'll go down to four gallons an hour. Amazing. That sounds like a great uh, low-cost trainer. Is this uh, airplane being used a lot for, uh, for training for conventional pilot certificates as well? Well, the CTLS is uh, not the new ones, but most flight schools take an airplane that would be three or four or five years old and, and use them. So they're not quite as economical on the fuel, but it's the upfront cost is less. So we have quite a few uh, flight schools around the United States that use the, the LS model, the non-fuel injected in them. Great. So you, you did mention this airplane uh, does come somewhat from outside the U.S. Uh, where, is, where is it built and uh, assembled? 
Well, the company is in Eisenach, Germany, which is right in the center of the country. If you look at a German map and you pick up Germany off the map, it's right underneath there. It's about two hours uh, northeast of uh, Frankfurt. And uh, the composites and, and a good bit of the labor is done in Ukraine, in Kherson, Ukraine. Very good, very good. And uh, anything else you'd like to tell us about this airplane? People getting into it for what, personal travel or training? What's, uh, what's your major market right now? Well, recently the new, uh, new customers have all been low time or absolutely new people that are just getting their licenses, which is pretty, uh, pretty good to hear. Um, it's great that we're bringing new people in and that they're interested in new airplanes, and that might be one reason they're being brought into aviation. You know, everybody talks about it all the time, but that's what we have been seeing. And uh, the advantages of the flight design over other airplanes is we do have an owner's community with, like I said, 400-plus airplanes in the U.S., and we have 44 service centers around the United States that do Rotax and have worked on our airplanes. And so if you were to get a flight design, you're, you're not on your own, and it's not a science project. And, uh, you know, so it's a, it's a real thing for people to do. Yeah, yeah this is, does look like something to bring in new, new people. Very modern design, and you've got the modern glass panel. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, and we know that's the, the Dynon panel in there. You described it a little bit. This is the same one that has now been uh, uh, accepted under the new rules as well. It can go into certified aircraft as well, right? Right. They have the uh, supplemental type certificate that it's going into uh, Cessnas and Pipers, which is a great thing for aviation. I was on the General Aviation Joint Steering Council for Safety, and uh, Mr. Earl Lawrence, who was uh, previously the uh, administrator of uh, certification for the FAA, was really behind getting uh, non TSO'd equipment into the existing fleet because if you have innovations on brand new aircraft that's good but the way to really move the safety needle is to upgrade all the aircraft in the fleet and the FAA was really wise to allow low cost autopilots and allowing the screens to be uh, you know STC's to go into the existing airplanes and I think it's great it sure seems to be getting new people into aviation. Uh, we definitely need that. Uh, we are here at the uh, Paradise City uh, Light Sport Aircraft and, and others here with Tom Pagini of Flight Design uh, up in Connecticut and talking about the CTLS Light Sport Aircraft. For Stuck Mike Avcast, this is Bill English reporting live for Sun and Fun Radio. Torian Nuvo live with the Stuck Mike Avcast here on Sun and Fun Radio at Sun and Fun 2018, and I decided to go shopping today. I am in the trade-a-plane hangar and hunted down one of my favorite Instagrams. I have yet to buy anything from them, but this is One Plain Jane, and they are, again, in the trade-a-plane hangar. And I am here with the founder, Angela Kozik. And, um, Angela, tell me about how you got started in aviation and what brought you to Sun and Fun here today. All right. Well, I had a business before that I ended up selling, and it uh, left me with a lot of spare time. My husband's been a pilot forever, so I decided, why not me? So I got my pilot's license a couple years ago, and um, after that, I was looking for something that was more feminine. I wanted a really cool flight bag, and um, my husband said, why don't you just make them? Because there's probably other women that want that too. And um, I told him he was crazy and that I would never do that <laughs> um, but eventually I did end up and one night I was just having a dream and I dreamed up the name 
So um, One Plain Jane was born, and now I make flight bags. Um, some of them are handmade, some of them I just buy and resell. Um, also have apparel, um, hats, goodies, accessories, backpacks, um, basically just anything to kind of encourage women um, to pursue their dreams, inspired by aviators. Um, so that's what I do. I think you kind of had the same problem I did when I first got my start in aviation. I wanted outfits that showed the love for aviation, but they were all like unisex and I'd have to get like, you know, a youth large for yes. it to look slightly form-fitting female, you know, a female figure. And so I'm looking around here and there are um, a plethora of designs and um let me tell me you have a partnership like you've got the 99s female aviators sticking together you have yes. something for everyone here yes um i it was really important for me to provide products that were made for women so i only have one shirt that's unisex everything else is women cut um obviously if you look around everything is made for women and i think that that was um, a draw for the 99s and fast to come and work with me because they knew that women were my focus and um, so yeah it's been really good so far I've gotten a lot of um, good feedback from both groups and just I have a ton, getting a ton of followers on social media um, we just launched last year at Oshkosh so um, oh so this is your only your second well your first year at Sun and Fun then first year at Sun and okay, Fun okay awesome. yes yes awesome. so um, yeah Oshkosh will be our one-year anniversary this year and it's been an awesome ride so far I'm having a blast so it sounds like you have a very supportive husband I do um, what do you say to all the naysayers out there or like who needs these shirts you know what kind of advice can you give women that we've all had struggles in right. this industry being only six percent of pilots are women um, what kind of advice do you have to our female listeners um, I think Sticking together is important, um, and if we can all stay unified and even just seeing each other wear these shirts, um, you know, we know, um, you know, hey, you're a female pilot too, and um, I think it is important to give each other support because um, it hasn't been easy for me. I came from a very male-dominated business before, and um, I will say that I have, I've had more struggles in aviation um, than I ever did in my other business. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a real thing. So I think is the more that we can all stick together and um, support each other, give each other the encouragement that we need, the better. And that's what I'm trying to do here is just encourage women that you can do it and you can do what you love, pursue your dreams, and forget the naysayers. Beautiful. Um, if we want to find you, if we cannot come to Sun and Fun, mm -hmm. um, Instagram, Twitter, webpage, where yep. would you like them to go? Yep. Uh, OnePlaneJane.com and it's uh, O-N-E-P-L-A-N-E-Jane.com. Um, but we're also on Instagram, OnePlaneJane is our handle. Um, Facebook, same thing, OnePlaneJane and Twitter. So it's pretty easy to find us. Uh, I think we try, try to keep everything consistent. So Perfect. <laughs> yep. Well, I am about to buy two shirts here because there's a special if you buy two shirts. So um, check them out online if you can't be here at Sun and Fun. If you are at Sun and Fun, stop by in the Trade of Plane hangar. She's right in the middle. Ooh, so A80. A80, yep. perfect. So she's easy to find. And again, this is Victoria Newville reporting for the Stuck Mike Avcast live with Sun and Fun Radio at Sun and Fun 2018. This is Bill English with Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio reporting from Paradise City, the light sport and ultralights corner of the fields today. 
But we found something over here in the light sport area that looks just a little bit different than what you might expect. We're with uh, Paul Weintraub from Flying Legend USA. They're a uh, dealer and distributor of a Tucano replica airplane. And it's not like anything you've probably seen out here in the light sport category. Paul, could you describe to us... uh, what the Tucano is in full size. Okay, well, the original Tucano was built by Embraer, and it was a uh, NATO trainer and light uh, attack aircraft in the 1980s, and they're still being used today in certain parts of the world. Now, our Tucano replica is about a 75% physical size replica, faithfully aerodynamically uh, designed, but powered. ours is powered with a... Uh, Rotax 912 ULS with an aftermarket supercharger, so it develops 140 horsepower. So that takes it out of the light sport area. Also, we have a variable pitch prop and retractable gear. So um, it's a little faster, gives you more options because with uh, with the way the plane is constructed, you can either flog it and get 140 knots uh, or you can slow it down and you can get 5.4 gallons per hour. So about a 15% speed reduction will give you about a 40% fuel economy. And you can get down to 5.4 gallons an hour cruising at 120 knots economy cruise. So that's uh, quite a bit of performance from, uh, from this small thing. I guess not quite as much as the turboprop original version, but uh, it's uh, two seats. Will it carry, uh, how, how much weight will it uh, carry? Uh, it's up to 1,654 pounds, the way it's equipped right here. And uh, we haven't been able to get that much weight in it. Maybe we'll go on a gain weight diet or something to get up there. But uh, we came down here about 100 pounds under that uh, with about 100 pounds of, um, of our luggage, full fuel, and uh, two pilots in the plane. So this uh, would fall into the uh, experimental category? It's indeed experimental, and it's available as a kit. Um, and for the kit, it's about the way it is in America. It'll be about 1,200 hours to build. And I understand you also do offer an owner assist program for people who'd like to get into something like this themselves? Uh, we do, and we could actually uh, get it built for you and have you deliver you a completed airplane. Or there is an LSA version of the plane, which comes with the uh, same 912 ULS, but without the uh, turbo with a fixed prop and fixed gear, and it does qualify as an SLA. Great. So um, someone could then use that as a, as a trainer and then LSA, you know, fly that around. It looks like it could be aerobatic. Does it have any aerobatic capability? It is capable for light aerobatics. It does not have inverted fuel or inverted oil, uh, but you can do light aerobatics with it. It's uh, plus six, minus three. How many of these uh, are currently flying in the U.S. or worldwide? Uh, this is actually the first uh, version with the retractable gear in the U.S. There also is a, an LSA version in the U.S. And there are about 38 planes around the world. I think the bulk of them are either in Italy um, and there are a bunch in uh, Brazil, as you might imagine, because uh, they like the design of the Embraer Tucano. Uh, exactly. Yeah, to get a, get a little taste of that uh, for themselves in, in light sport. Um, is this certified under the European or Brazilian rules, or do they have a light sport like we do here in the States? Uh, they have light sport, uh, but their rules are a little more lenient in Europe. Uh, also, as to the build, so they have an advanced build kit that you can get in Europe that you can build it, and it's about uh, 900 hours for the advanced kit. And that's not open to us in the U.S. Um, go ahead. Oh, very good. Just uh, anything else you'd like to tell us about, uh, about your airplane, about the, uh, the replica Tucano and, uh, and Flying Legends? 
Well, I'd like to say this is a very honest airplane. My uh, my partner and I have come out of the certificated side of the industry. I've been an instructor for 20-some years. And um, we were a little bit skeptical on the Rotax, and we have to say that we've become converts. We really love the Rotax. Uh, we love the way this plane performs. Um, it goes where you point it. Um, it it just is a joy to fly. It really is. So come by and see us. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Do you, did you have some background in the in the military or in the in the uh, real full size Takano prior to this? I did not. But interestingly enough, I had a gentleman stop by this morning who is uh, with the military, <clears throat> and he's going to be instructing in the real Takano, and then going overseas uh, to instruct in it over in Europe. So uh, he was really attracted to it because it. He says, I think I want one for myself. <laughs> that sounds sounds like a great idea. Now, come by and see it out here in uh, Paradise City, Flying Legends USA. That's flyinglegendsusa.com. We're talking with Mr. Paul Weintraub and reporting with Stuck Mike Avcast. This is Bill English for Sun and Fun Radio. This is Bill English with the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio reporting from Paradise City, the light sport, ultralight uh, corner of the field here where we've got quite a lot of activity on this breezy day. We're over here with Paul Mather from M Squared Aircraft, the makers of the Breezy. You might take a look at it and think that's a, an ultralight aircraft. Uh, it's got that sort of shape to it, but in fact, it's not. Paul, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the M Squared aircraft? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, the M Squared came out of the uh, ultralight industry, of course, so it does look like a normal ultralight tubing fabric. But in 1996, we developed it and tested it all the way up to 1,650 pounds. In 2008, we were the first certified light sport aircraft in the industry. The uh, airplane is a high wing aircraft that comes in either the 582 or the big 912 engine. And uh, you can put it on floats. Average speed is between 65 and 75 for your cruise. Stalls in the 30s. So we have a very, very low stall speed. Um, the airplanes have been around for many, many years. We, we, just, we started in 1996, as I said. How many are flying right now in the U.S.? Uh, right now, there's over 500 M-squareds in the air in all forms, with floats, retractable gear, or just regular gear. They're an excellent ultralight-type trainer, so if you're flying the lighter end, the M-squared is a certified plane to use. So people can start out and get their sport pilot license uh, using just this and then go on and, and continue flying with it? Yes, you can train in this, become an ultralight pilot, then you go on and become a light sport pilot. From there, if you want to fly a higher speed airplane, you just get five hours of dual in that make model. Very good. And I understand, speaking of other makers models, you've got another interest as well in the light sport uh, area. Yes, we do. We represent Zenith Aircraft and Zen Air Canada for their two-week wonder kit-built airplane. So uh, what you do is you can come to M-Squared, we can order in all of your components, and you can come to my facility and finish your airplane in two weeks. Where, where is that facility? The facility is in Mobile, Alabama, uh, and that's a home of Airbus, of course, at Berkeley Field. So we call ourselves Airbus of St. Elmo. Yeah, just don't want to get those confused. So uh, so this uh, meets that 51% requirement for the, the kit-built airplane for the people, but they're doing it in your facility with all the proper tooling and things like that? Yes, you can uh, get the fast-build kit, and then we do the, uh, the builder assist at my facility, so you make sure everything goes on straight and square, and then we do, uh, like they say, two weeks taxi to, to flying. 
And those the uh, Zen Airs are also in the light sport category, correct? Yes, they are. Most of them will fit light sport. There are some of the heavy end, of course, getting a four-seater if you want. And then there are the amateur-built experimental. So pretty much covers the, uh, the whole gamut there, right? It sure does. We can uh, take you from 20 miles an hour to 120. And they, they definitely are taking a number of people around here at Paradise City. We've seen, uh, just as we were talking, I think two of the Breeze uh, just landed uh, just a little while ago, so uh, operating right around here. Uh, Paul, anything else you'd like to add about the Breeze or the Zen Airs? No, come see us in Light Plane Area, number booth number 23, and it's msquaredaircraft.com. Paul Mather, thank you. Very good. Thanks, Paul, uh, for Stuck Mike Avcast. This is Bill English reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. Well, folks, hopefully you really enjoyed those interviews, and we are actually at the air show still watching the live air show, in, and we're, it's really cool. We're right here on the deck still at Sun and Fun Radio, but we get to watch the live air show show center with some really cool-sounding radial engines. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, Russ, it was, you did some great jo- a great job on all those interviews. You've been banging them out. I think it's terrific. Uh, anything really cool that you got to see today other than the, through the interviews that we heard? Well, what what isn't there to see that's cool here? I mean, it's it's just fantastic. All the people, the airplanes. Uh, I, I I got a lesson in propeller uh, with aerodynamics. Wow. Uh, yeah, did you know that you don't have to necessarily have the uh, propellers evenly spaced? I didn't either. But there are some companies here that are working on non evenly spaced propellers, and it's just fascinating. I mean, just just the amount of stuff and what you can learn at this is really amazing. I think that's a great point. What we learn from those interviews, but also what you can learn here and also on. Uh, liveatc.net slash SNF all those interviews that play all year long I mean we're just some of the interviews uh, here at Sun and Fun there's so many other folks out there podcasters that volunteer up here on the deck and you can listen to those all year long you know we actually have uh, Bill English here who's who's a real enthusiast of warbirds I know that and what was kind of interesting is when we were out there on the ramp, he gave me a little bit of a lesson on a couple of them. But uh, did you get a chance to go out there again today or, or see any other interesting aircraft? Oh, yeah, definitely did. Coming back from uh, when I went over to Paradise City, had to stop through the Warbirds area. There is a great deal of Warbirds out there if you're a fan of that. I don't think I've ever seen, there was a P-63 King Cobra. I don't think I've ever seen one of those in real life before. It's probably the only one flying. I'm not sure. Why don't you come on down, check it out, and, uh, and they'll tell you all about it. There's an A-20 Havoc twin-engine light bomber from World War II. ton of warbirds out there making those great radial engine sounds behind us right now. Well, that's the thing we're going to do right next is go to the air show, check it out. Uh, from Russ Rosleski, Bill English, myself, Carl Valeri, and also Victoria Nubel. She's out actually doing an interview at this time. Uh, we really appreciate you listening today, and don't forget to tune in tomorrow, Stuck Mike Gavcast. If you're here, by the way, get a picture with us, hashtag Stuck Mike Selfie, and at sign, or excuse me, <laughs> I shouldn't say at sign, it's uh, hashtag SNF. 18, SNF 18. It's not the pound sign, I know. It's a hashtag SNF 18. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully you enjoyed this show. Safe flying. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.